Cool. Um, so before I start this episode, um, I was reading up on something very interesting that I just couldn't understand and now it finally makes sense. And I was about to actually send out like a question or a poll for the American listeners because there's quite a few of you on here. Uh, actually, I want to see from what state you guys are from. So basically for the Americans that's listening, uh, let's see, the uh, guys from California, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Massachusetts, Virginia, Maine, Washington, Georgia, Illinois, Texas, New York, Wisconsin, Florida, Maryland, Connecticut, Iowa, Wyoming, Rhode Island, Tennessee, Utah, New Jersey, New Hampshire, New Mexico, Alabama, Missouri, Oklahoma, Arizona, Nevada, Indiana, Oregon, Kansas and Hawaii. There we go. That's the one I wanted to talk about, Kansas. So um, I was reading up on this thing a few days ago. Um, why the difference? The, why there's a difference between Kansas and Arkansas? Although both of them are pronounced exactly the same, and Arkansas just have two extra letters in the beginning. And uh, I, initially, I thought it's maybe this typical um, British American English American thing, where um, you know, if you if you have to write armor. Um, in British um, English and American English, I think the American English you write it without the U. So, um, but with uh, Kansas and Arkansas, it seems like there's just there's a much more easier and much more. Um, Arkansas was named for the French plural of a Native American tribe, while Kansas is the English spelling of a similar one. So uh, there you go. That's the difference between Kansas and Arkansas. Um, Anyway, so that was uh, just something I wanted to clarify. I was about to actually ask uh, some of the Americans listening on here to to clarify it, but I thought I'll just quickly Google and find out what the story is. Um, otherwise, I'll just seem kind of um, arrogant as um, or ignorant rather, as to you know the time I used to live in um, in, in, in 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 Thailand uh, many years ago. Um, I used to to manage dive center and um, occasionally we had americans asking where you're from originally from and um, it's it was always interesting you know because there was actually people out there that still believe not necessarily only americans even that uh, would ask you how do you get to work how do you get to school and if you had to tell them listen i ride the back of a tame lion or juvenile rhino or mid-sized camels back up and down to school they actually believe you um, so it's just amazing how some people still believe that, you know, we kind of rub two sticks together at night to get a fire going. You know, we collect mud during the daytime to build our houses down here in Cape Town. And, um, you know, we still wear little leather um, fucking skirts to, to cover up. Um, actually, in my old car, I used to have a beautiful little um, Series 3 Land Rover and... I think I was the only guy who used to cover my seats with anchovy net. So, um, so yeah, I used to I, I used to wrap my my seats. It's like a bench seat, so it's old school, you know, front seats. That's one long bench seat, so you can actually fit like three people next to each other, with the middle person kind of, you know, sitting with one leg um, in the passenger um, footwell and then the right foot in the you know driver's footwell, and then you've got the handbrake and low range and high range kind of you know, in between your legs. Um, so I used to um, cover my seats in, um, in, a, in a coffee bag and then wrap that in anchovy net because it's quite durable, obviously. And it looked quite good, actually, I must say it myself. Um, 
it was quite a funky way to to um, cover my seats. Um, but um, back to back to the story with the Arkansas um, um, Kansas thing. Um, it made me wonder how long f- languages that um, you know as we know it will will still stick around until we have kind of universal way of communicating um, regardless of where in the world you are. Because if you think about it at this stage, French and Hebrew, for example, are two languages from many or of many that still use male and female. So, you know, the table might be a male and a female or the uh, the mirror might be a female and the chair might be a male and the TV might be a female or whatever the case might be. And if you, you know, mispronounce it with, with the, the wrong gender, you know, it comes, it, it's completely wrong in terms of speaking or communicating. So uh, I wonder how long it's going to be until languages is going to become, what do they call it, a problem, um, or problematic rather, seeing that you know it's kind of in the day and age that we are living in, we've there's a lot of things that be that's becoming problematic. Um, so languages will definitely probably get the rap somewhere in the in the near future, and um, it'll probably also be exactly in the time when we are very close to having the technology to communicate in an alternative way, um, in, a, in a way of, you know, almost airdropping your thoughts and your conversations across from each other, from my mind to yours, without needing to really talk or communicate verbally. Everything will be done kind of via Bluetooth or, you know, without um, too much effort, you know, it may be over the phone or whatever the case might be. So, um, and I guess, you know, that goes... That goes back to the same conversation of yesterday with the fight for water in the future, where if you get caught with dirty thoughts or the wrong thoughts or bad thoughts, um, you know, and you didn't pay your taxes and your fucking speeding ticket or your child support or I don't know, whatever, um, then you can't book a flight. You can't enter public spaces uh, or places. You can't enter shopping malls. You can't buy, I don't know, your water for the month. Maybe you'll have like water credits, water credits. You know, so you only get two liters a day and it's up to you to, you know, what you do with that two liters a day. It'll be cool if we actually had Google searches. Every person, when you get when you get born, you are born with maybe like 100 Google searches. And it's up to you how you want to spend those searches. You know, do you want to spend it on um, looking for, for booby pics or do you want to spend it on looking at cat memes or do you actually want to spend it on, you know, um, interesting shit and learning about Darwin's finches or, you know, something like, um, fuck, I don't know, something like survivorship bias, bias or I don't know. Um, but just imagine everything that we owned was limited, just like our time. I mean, that's the one thing that we don't really think of that's limited this time. You know, everyone thinks that that's the one thing that's um, that's unlimited. And then, um, actually, I wonder if I have this quote. It was, um, it's quite a shocking quote, actually, and it actually made me wake the fuck up. Um, but um, on your deathbed, you are visited by the person you could have been. So imagine that's something that someone tells you when you are 20. You'll tell them to fuck off. But then you're there 80 or 70 or 90 or 100 laying on on your bed. 
you know, looking back at back at your life and realizing that holy shit, it went fast. It went, uh, you know, by so fast, and um, there were so many things that you wanted to tick off and do and um, experience. And there you are, you know, half or a, a tenth of the person you thought you would be. So, yeah. So I don't have no idea where I wanted to go with that thought, actually. Um, so I think I will end that episode on that note. I'm not going to spoil it with some bullshit talk. Yeah, I'm going to end it there. Ciao.